0: Hey, and welcome to the Resound Church podcast. Whether it's your first or your 40th time tuning in, we're so glad you're here and we pray you get something powerful from this sermon. Thank you, Lord. We exalt you this morning. We give you honor, we give you praise. We are grateful for all that You do, Lord. And I pray for anybody in this room today that may be carrying sickness in their body that You'll cause healing power to flow. Lord, I pray for those that are lonely or are feeling sadness today because of different reasons. I pray that You'll come and be their comfort and their peace and joy. Lord, I thank You that we gather to worship You, to honour You and to give You praise. And so I pray that as we go into this message this morning, that you'll go before us and that the words that are spoken will pierce our hearts and challenge us to worship you, to honour you and to give you everything in your name. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. Thank you so much, team. It's beautiful to be able to sing those songs how did all the older people feel? (laughs) Turn your eyes upon Jesus. Wow. We're going back to when I was just a little girl. Yeah. And some of you were not born. But anyway, Merry Christmas. Happy Christmas to all of you. Tomorrow is the day. And um, you know, I don't know about you, but I think we've all been getting busy and prepared for this big day to be able to come together as family or whatever you're doing, whenever you choose to do it over the next few days, and that you will stop and remember that the season is about Jesus. Some of you may know, some may not know, my love language is gifts. And um, I tend to be a little bit crazy at Christmas with my gifts. I want my gifts to mean things, but sometimes they mean absolutely nothing. Um, sometimes our children will get gifts in their um, stocking. And I did used to always put a dud present. One time Med got a blow up um, ball that you play with outside. That didn't sound very good at all. But anyway, um, anyway it's always a dud present, but... I really do want my presence to make a difference. And I hope that when I give a gift, that people understand that I'm giving it because I love them, that I appreciate them, and I want them to know that they mean a lot to me. Now, sometimes my gift giving can be a little bit overwhelming for Wayne. Sometimes it feels like I tend to go overboard, but that's just who I am. So sorry, Wayne, it's just gonna continue. (laughs) I just thought I'd do it here right in front of everybody and um, then I can continue to do what I do. But you know what? I want you to stop for a moment and think about the best gift you've ever received. How did you feel about that gift? How did you feel when the person who gave that gift to you and what was that reaction that came when you received it? You know, I wanna look um, at today, the best gift of all, and we know that that is Jesus. But I looked up on Google and found 10 reasons why gift giving is important in a relationship. People may say, I don't need to give gifts. It isn't my love language. Well, here's 10 reasons why you should. Number one, it demonstrates thoughtfulness. And number two, helps express feelings of appreciation. Number three enhances connection. Four strengthens trust. Five creates lasting memories. Number six promotes open communication. Number seven enhances self esteem. Number eight paves the way for future gifts. Number nine enhances intimacy. And number ten reinforces commitment to the relationships. When I looked at that, I know why God gave us the greatest gift. You know, there's so much in those 10 that we see in the gift that was given to us. It reinforces our commitment to a relationship with the Father in heaven. It enhances our intimacy with Jesus. You know, it paves the way for what He wants to do in and through us and by using the gifts that He's based on our life. And as I was thinking about the birth of Jesus, I started to look at the fact that Jesus is the Saviour of the world. God chose to send Jesus to the world for us. Christmas became the greatest day in history for giving because on that day, God presented to the world His greatest gift. God has given gifts to people before, but nothing like this gift, His only Son. In 1 John 4, 9 to 10, it said in the New Living Translation, God showed how much He loved us by sending His one and only Son into the world so that we might have eternal life through Him. This is real love. Not that we loved God, but that He loved us and sent His Son as a sacrifice to take away our sins. Jesus came to the earth for us, for all mankind So that we can have the opportunity to be able to have a relationship with Jesus that then in turn gives us an open channel to the Father in heaven. God's love was so extraordinary. It was an unconditional love. You know, and in the gift of Jesus, He brings eternal life, freedom to live, to love unconditionally, joy and peace. This is given to all who receive Jesus you know John 3:16 to 21 I love this passage of scripture but a lot of the times we just hear John 3:16 but when you go on and you continue to read the passage of scripture you see how much our father in heaven actually really loves us for this is how God loved the world he gave his one and only son so that everyone who believes in him will not perish but have eternal life All who do evil hate the light and refuse to go near it for fear their sins will be exposed. But those who do what is right come to the light so others can see what they are doing and what God wants. The gift of Jesus is wrapped up in unconditional love. But the gift of Jesus is not to be wasted or thrown aside. It's to be taken And it's to be used for the glory of the kingdom. So why was Jesus the greatest gift of all? I want to tell you a little story. So years ago, I was given a coffee machine. I was so excited. I love coffee. And I was like, this is going to be amazing. It's one of those proper coffee machines, you know. You do the um, coffee, you've got the the steamer to make the coffee. You can tell I can't do it. I've got no clue, right? So it's on my bench. It's looking amazing. I'm so excited about my coffee machine. And it's there and I'm thinking, this is going to be awesome. People are going to come. They're going to visit. I'm going to give them good coffee. But guess what? I didn't know how to make anything out of that coffee machine but people would come in and they go oh like your coffee machine and I'd go yeah it's great isn't it and they're waiting for me to make them a coffee I'd say would you like a coffee yes so I'd make them an instant I had the machine sitting on my bench looking amazing I just didn't know how to use it you'd think I'd look up the instructions and learn wouldn't you See, when Jesus was born, no one understood how incredible the gift was. No one understood that day when the baby was lying in a manger. They came, they, they heard, they saw the prophetic word that was coming to pass, but they truly didn't realise the significance of the gift. Jesus is the greatest gift because he is the wall breaker that removes the barrier between us and God. It removes our sin and brings us to freedom. You know, in Ephesians 2 11 to 13, in the New Living Translation said, Don't forget that you Gentiles used to be outsiders. You were called uncircumcised heathens by the Jews who were proud of their circumcision, even though it affected only their bodies and not their hearts. In those days you were living apart from Christ. You were excluded from citizenship among the people of Israel and you did not know the covenant promises God had made to them. You lived in this world without God and without hope. But now you have been united with Christ Jesus. Once you were far away from God, but now you have been brought near to Him through the blood of Christ. It is through the blood of Jesus Christ. Through the baby being born, to being raised up, to dying on a cross, to rising again, that we have freedom. We're going to take a moment right now and we're going to stop. You should have a communion package. And today I believe that it is really important before I go on any further in this message. That we take a moment to reflect, a moment to remember the sacrifice that was given for each of us so that we could have this relationship with our Father in heaven. Jesus came to this earth, not just to be looked at, not just to be shot when people came and looked down and go, what a beautiful baby. Jesus was born as our sacrifice for us to have freedom and eternal life. So let's stop right now and let's take the biscuit and the cup. And let's bow our heads. And when you're ready, I want you to take it. But I want you to take a moment to reflect and be grateful for the gift that was given. Jesus, tomorrow we will stop and remember your birth. We'll stop and remember that that day that we celebrate Christmas Day is all about you. Yeah, we'll eat the food and we'll enjoy the presents and the family. But at the end of the day, it's all about you, Jesus. And we want to say thank you. Thank you for coming. Thank you for dying on the cross, rising again. So that we could have eternal life. In your name, amen. Amen. Jesus is what connects us to God. So what's the purpose of the gift? Well, the purpose of my coffee machine was to give people good coffee. But I couldn't do that without learning and understanding how to use the gift. You know, it's the same as Jesus. He was given to us. But if we just leave him in a manger and look at him on Christmas Day and remember him and say, yep, what a beautiful baby. This day is all about Jesus. That's not the purpose. It was never meant to be the purpose. The purpose was for us to take a hold of this gift, implement it in our lives and be able to then turn around and start to share it with other people. We were never meant to just receive Jesus for ourselves. The gift is given to us, but it's also given to us so we can give Jesus to other people through our lives and how we live and what we do. In Matthew 2, 11, it said, they entered the house and saw the child with his mother Mary and they bowed down and worshipped him. Then they opened their treasure chests and gave him gifts of gold, frankincense and myrrh. Here is the wise men. They've come to see Jesus and they bring gifts. And I don't know about you, but as I was growing up, I used to think they are really silly gifts to bring for a baby. But here we see the gold, the frankincense and the myrrh. The gold represents and signifies Jesus' status as King of the Jews. The frankincense represented Jesus' divinity and identity as the Son of God. And then the myrrh, it touched upon Jesus' mortality. There was a purpose in those three gifts that were brought to Jesus. The gifts were brought to represent who He was. The purpose of the gift is never just about looking at something. It's not about looking at a coffee machine on the bench and saying, wow, that looks good. It's about learning about the gift. It's about understanding the gift. It's about knowing who the gift is and what the gift can do. The truth is that coffee machine could have spat out the best coffee it could ever have given anyone. But because I didn't take time to learn how to use the gift, it was useless. It stood. It stayed there it looked good, it looked nice, but it wasn't the purpose of that gift. And it's the same with Jesus. We can accept Jesus into our life. We can have Him with us. But the problem is it might look good on us. It might look good when we walk around. But if we're not allowing the purpose of the gift to flow through our life and begin to give it to other people, then it's a waste of a gift. Jesus never was intended to come just so we can have him by ourselves. He was given to us so that we receive him. We know the joy. We know the peace. We understand that he was there for us, but he's for all mankind. So, who's in your life this Christmas? Who have you got sitting around your table that may not know Jesus? Who's in your life, in your neighbourhood that doesn't know Jesus? That may be just stopping in the busyness of Christmas, just stopping and taking time out from the presents and the food and the, everything else that's going on and stop and say, Jesus, who do you want me to bring you to today? Who is it, Jesus. Because you just never know this Christmas. Someone's there waiting to learn about the gift. They've seen the gift sitting there. They've hear about the gift. But they don't know what the gift means or how it can even be something that can change their life forever. So what'll you do with this gift this year? The gift of Jesus was never for us. Jesus expected his followers to extend the gift to others for their healing and salvation. You know, in Matthew 10 8, it said, Heal the sick, raise the dead, cure those with leprosy, and cast out demons. Give as freely as you have received. Our purpose is to give as freely as we have received. Do you know Jesus today? Is Jesus everything in your life? Is this time of the year something that you stop and remember the Saviour? Remember who He was? I know I'm not telling you anything new today, but what I am coming to you with is a challenge, a challenge again. Come on, it's time to get back into understanding the gift, understanding who Jesus really is. You know what? If we can truly understand who Jesus is, the lame will walk, the blind will see, relationships will be put back together. People will come into a place of knowing who Jesus is because as we understand the gift and we walk with the gift, and we operate in the gift, something is gonna happen that will change the lives forever. 2024, we're gonna step into that year and I do not want it to be the same as 2023. I want it to be a year where we step in and we see salvations, we see baptisms every Sunday, we see people coming to know who the Saviour is. Why? Because we understand the gift. The gift that is given to us on a Christmas day that grew to be the greatest gift of all. In Matthew five, fifteen to sixteen, no one lights a lamp and then puts it under a basket. Instead, a lamp is placed on a stand where it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your good deeds shine out for all to see, so that everyone will praise your heavenly Father. In the same way, let your good deeds shine out for all to see, so that everyone will praise your heavenly Father. Read and learn about Jesus as you enter into 2024. I could do it now. Everybody with the Bible app, (laughs) download the 365-day Bible that you read every day. Can I encourage you to do that this coming year? Can I encourage you to get into the Word, to know who you actually worship, to understand this Saviour? Study the Bible Be bold and pray for people. Just say, when you see a need, can I pray for you? I've never had anyone that's knocked me back yet. And they might even say they're an atheist and they still let me pray, which is weird, really. But let's be bold. If you know Jesus, then don't hide him under a basket, don't be ashamed. I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. That's what it says in Romans chapter one, verse 16. We're not ashamed. Come on, let's stand up. As we walk out, let's stand up and let's say, I have the greatest gift of all. I have the best gift that has ever been given to this earth. And I'm not gonna be ashamed of what I have. I'm gonna tell everybody I can about Jesus. I'm gonna live Jesus through my life. I am not gonna allow the enemy to come in and and start to tell me that it's okay to live this way and then live this way on a Sunday. I'm gonna live the same way Seven days a week and everywhere I walk, everywhere I go, I'm going to allow who Jesus is to demonstrate him coming out of my life so that people will come to Jesus. Can you dare to believe that you will lead someone to Jesus this year coming up in 2024? Can you? And I say one and we all go, oh yeah, that shouldn't be too hard. Well, it's not happening. So why don't we pray? Let there be a prayer this Christmas. Jesus, you're the greatest gift that anyone could ever have. And you came to me. You've changed my life. Will you allow me to have the opportunity to share with someone so that they too can come to know him? know you. You know, the scripture says, where to sow the seed and water it. The Holy Spirit does the increase. But as we pray for that person, let's believe. So who is it? Take a moment. Think about that person's name and say, Jesus, I want to share you with them this year and see them come into the fullness of who you are. If we did that, every single one of us in this room, at the end of next year, we would have doubled. How cool is that? But imagine if those people who gave their life to the Lord in the first three months did the same, we'd have even more. And the multiplication would continue to happen. If we're gonna take this world for Jesus, if we're gonna share this greatest gift then we have a responsibility to not hide it, not be ashamed, but to allow Jesus to flow through us. But the only way he can flow through us is if we truly love the gift. Is he your greatest gift? The gift that you've received? Remember right in the beginning I said, can you remember the greatest gift you've ever received? Jesus is my greatest gift. I can't live life without him. And I don't think you want to either. But when we love him so much, we can't help but want to be the gift giver to give Jesus. Can we have the musos, please? So today, before I finish... I want to offer to those of you who may not have accepted the gift of Jesus, the opportunity to do so. Jesus was given to this world, not just for the believers, but for all mankind. You know, Jesus is the one that can change your life forever. He's in your room 24-7. He comes in those moments where you need comfort and joy. He comes when when you need to know that there is nothing else you can do but you know that Jesus is in your room. So I'd love it if you could bow your heads this morning. You may have come this morning with somebody because it's Christmas but I don't want you to leave today without the greatest gift of all. I don't want you to walk out of this place today without knowing that Jesus is for you. And when you receive Jesus, don't do what I did and receive the gift and leave the coffee machine on the bench to look good. Learn about the gift. Understand the gift and allow us to help you on your journey. So if that's you today, with everyone's heads bowed and eyes closed, if you that person, why don't you just raise your hand today? Because I want you to know the gift that we have. Jesus, I want to say thank you for the gift that you gave to us by coming to this earth. And I wanna ask you today, will you come and do something fresh in each and every one of us that love you, that have accepted you as their Lord and their Saviour? Will you help us not to take you for granted? And will you come and cause a refreshing upon our souls Lord, will you bring us back to our first love? The day we accepted the greatest gift. And help us as we go into this next time, into this next year. Not the same, Lord, but determined to allow you to have control. For today, Lord. We remember you. We honour you. We glorify you. Because you are the greatest gift of all times. Thank you, Lord. So when you feel overwhelmed, when you feel like he's not there, stop. Stop and take time To remember that Jesus loves you unconditionally. That God looked down from heaven and said, Son, I need you to be my greatest gift of all time. Because I want people to have life and life to the full. I want them to know who I am. Think about who you can share him with this Christmas. And when you sit around your Christmas table with your family, your friends or whatever you do, don't just think about the presents. Stop, pray and thank Jesus for being the reason for the season. God bless you. Thanks for listening through this message recorded live at Resound Church in Melbourne. You can find out more about who we are online, including service times and our live streams. Have a great week, and we'll catch you next time.